Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. This particular episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Door to Door Geek. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Episode 203 of Switchcraft is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm a member of Amazon Prime and have been for a very long time things that we used to go to the store for we now just go to amazon order them and they show up at the house a couple of days later um in addition to that they also have their music service they've got their video service i'm really looking forward to watching jack ryan on there uh that that show looks fantastic um in my opinion this is one of the best subscriptions that you can get today uh if you want to check out amazon prime for 30 days for free all that you need to do is head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash amazon prime and once you're there you sign up you get free month of amazon prime so you can check it out and uh if you do that you're directly supporting the show as well Okay, I've got two quick things. I promise they're quick that I want to talk about before I actually get to the news. Uh, first is we are we're coming up on the very end of the giveaway uh, to celebrate getting 200,000 downloads in four months. Uh, I'm giving away $60 worth of eShop gift card. Uh, if you want in on that, just make sure that you head on over to runjumpstomp.com giveaway to enter that contest. Secondly, uh, I have decided to start an ACES tournament uh, mario tennis aces tournament uh this is the nerd nest uh mario tennis tournament and all that you have to do is fill out the form over at runjumpstomp.com slash aces with your username and your friend code after we get enough people i will post the bracket at my website which is runjumpstomp.com uh, you'll find your opponent on the bracket. You'll add them to your friend list uh, through their friend code, and then you guys will play against each other. Um, after you play against each other, you will post a screenshot of the winner uh, to a channel that I haven't put in the Discord yet, but I will. Uh, it'll probably be called uh, Aces Tournament. Uh, and then after the first round, we I'll, I'll make an updated bracket, and then we will continue. I'll post the new bracket and so on. Uh, the winner uh, will get a, oh, I forgot what it is now, because uh, somebody, uh, Backpack B, I believe it was, uh, said that they wanted to add a $10 eShop gift card for the winner. Uh, so thank you to Backpack B for providing the $10 eShop gift card, and I'm going to provide a $5 eShop gift card to the person that comes in second place. All right, so you're either going to get 10 or 5 bucks if you get to the end, and I think that that's awesome. So make sure that you join. Again, that is runjumpstomp.com slash aces and enter to uh, join our tennis tournament because we're going to have a lot of fun with that game.
Speaking of contests, Nintendo is actually hosting a contest as well, and their prizes are a lot better than mine. In fact, th- th- these are prizes that I am extremely, uh, I covet. These things are really cool. So uh, let's let's start out, just check out um, the overall uh, thing here. There we go. Uh, so it says here, 321 Nintendo Labo, starting today, a free software update will be available for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That's uh, the racing, the, the fantastic racing game on the Nintendo Switch, um, allowing you to use the Toy-Con motorbike from Nintendo Labo Variety Kit to control your in-game vehicles. Uh, so then they've got this picture of Mario uh, driving the little... Um, cardboard motorcycle handlebars which is cool i guess but it's not super interesting to me like i don't want to play this way this has never been something that was interesting to me but i know that there's people out there who built nintendo labo stuff and the fact that now they have more uses for it uh that's cool and i i like that nintendo did that it really kind of begs the question though why isn't this something that was done at the beginning you know what i mean so why didn't nintendo have this patch ready when labo launched it seems like it seems like something that how do i want to say this would have boosted sales for labo and this might actually boost sales for labo it's not going to get me to buy labo but then again i don't have any problem with labo i just don't want extra stuff in my house if that makes sense uh that's not the only piece of quote-unquote exciting news uh, for Labo owners this week. Uh, Nintendo is also happy to announce that uh, the categories for the second Nintendo Labo Creators Contest, uh, Best Gaming Experience Using Toy-Con Garage and Best Toy-Con Musical Instrument. Uh, they, They go on to say fans who submit creations to either of these contests have the opportunity to win some cool limited edition prizes including a specially designed collectible cardboard inspired nintendo switch system which you are if you're watching the video you can see the the cardboard nintendo switch now and it looks super cool um rest assured it's not actual cardboard but it looks fantastic and i really really I uh, think this looks cool. I would love to have one of these. Unfortunately, this is not something that I can do. Like, I don't have Labo. I'm not interested in Labo. And, but I'm really interested in that cardboard switch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's go and see what chat is is uh, talking about here. Res TV says most likely they're doing this because sales stalled and they are looking to inject some hype and lego lawyer agrees there and i i don't disagree at all i think that um i i do agree that sales for labo have stalled every time that i go to the local best buy uh i see labo there every time there's this i i mean maybe they're turning around these these boxes real fast but um I don't see, I never see anybody carrying them around in store. And, you know, that's really the only place around here where you could buy that stuff. Uh, So I don't know. I I think that Labo, while a cool idea, is not something that was marketed particularly well. And um, I don't know what Nintendo can do about this. I think, you know, this might help a little bit. Um, 
But I'll tell you what would help a lot is if they just sold these Joy-Cons. If they would just sell these Joy-Cons. Hey, everybody, look, we've got cardboard-style Joy-Cons out there and uh, Nintendo Labo-branded Switch dock. I think that that would sell really well. And it would also get people more interested in, man, maybe I should check out this weird cardboard experiment that Nintendo's got going on over there. But anyway, uh, it's too bad that this is a limited edition thing, and whoever wins it will probably just post it to eBay. Uh, it'd be awesome if Nintendo made a whole bunch of these and made a bunch of money off of it, too. Uh, the last thing that I will say is in the press release, it does say Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the first game outside of Nintendo Labo software to receive Toy-Con support, and more titles will be compatible with Nintendo Labo in the future. So who knows what else we're going to see from Nintendo Labo. Um, it just seems weird that Nintendo didn't do this right away uh, instead of waiting the way that they did. I got it. You help us find Donkey Kong, and we'll help you find Herman. One thing that a lot of people have been, I don't want to say worried about, but maybe one thing that people had concerns about uh, was how is the effect of Nintendo Switch online service when that launches in September? How is that going to affect the games that we are currently playing? Uh, so, for example, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 2, ARMS, uh, the tennis, uh, Mario Tennis Aces. How are these games, which currently have uh, a, a larger player base, uh, going to do once the player base now has to pay to go online? And that is a question that Polygon had asked uh, Mr. Nogami, who is the uh, the producer of uh, Splatoon 2. Uh, so uh, Hisashi Nogami, he said that he doesn't think that it's going to actually cause much of an issue. He says, we don't think it will have no influence. We imagine it will have some sort of influence or effect by the addition of Nintendo Switch Online, but we want to use Nintendo Switch's Online Edition as a way to reduffle, reduffle, redouble our commitment uh, to the community and reaffirm that we are going to support this game more and more. Uh, this again was from an interview with Polygon. So he's saying basically that, yeah, it's going to have an effect, but rest assured, we're going to keep supporting this game and that's going to draw the players into the buy-in um, because once, once that September date hits, the number of players that are available for matchmaking are going to decrease. No matter what, it's going to decrease. Now, how much is it going to decrease? Well, that really depends on how well Nintendo markets this. And I know that there's a lot of people out there, myself included, who have berated companies in the past. We've said, listen, you can't split your player base by having some people who can play the multiplayer and some people who can't. So, for example, I'm going to use a first-person shooter, okay? So let's say that there's a first-person shooter, uh, and a lot of people are playing it, and then an expansion for it comes out, and that expansion contains new maps for the multiplayer. Well, now, anybody who picked up that expansion has access to these new maps, and anybody who didn't pack, pick up that expansion does not have access to these maps. And now the matchmaking, it makes it harder for these people to play with each other, which is kind of a pain. And because of that, it splits the player base and makes it much less likely that people are going to play. 
Now, I think that Mr. Nogami uh, is saying we don't anticipate that having that happening in Splatoon because we're going to be supporting this game for free quite a, uh, quite a long ways into the future, which, of course, is what they did with Splatoon 1. And uh, ever since the game came out uh, on, uh, I believe it was last summer, um, they've been supporting it really, really well. Uh, adding new maps, adding new guns, adding new um, new clothes for the characters to wear. Um, so I feel like he's going. He's saying that what we're going to be doing is going to be enough to entice players to pay for Nintendo Switch Online. And it's also important to to keep in mind that 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 Nintendo Switch Online is a twenty dollar a year cost, but that's for everything on the platform. It's not just for Splatoon Two. So I feel like, um, I feel like this is a good. I well, of course, it would be better if it were free for me anyway, and for a lot of other people. But I think that Nintendo, they're they're doing exactly the same thing that every other console maker is doing, and they're having us pay for online. And I'm I'm okay with that, especially because it's much cheaper. He was also asked, uh, let's see. Uh, what's going to happen? Are we going to get more content like the Octo expansion? Uh, and he said, uh, where was it here? Uh, it's not to say that there's no positive possibility that we'll ever consider releasing some paid premium multiplayer content, he explained. Uh, let's see. The main thing is we want to maintain as an even playing field for the players. And like I said before, for me, this is always the best answer. I always want to make sure that you're not paying to win and that seems most important to him and for them to say it's not to say that there's no possibility that we'll ever consider releasing some paid premium multiplayer content that phrase it's that there's no possibility that tells me that there's probably no possibility because if 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 there's something that they were working on then he would probably say well you know maybe we'll do that but the fact that he's saying i'm not going to say that we'll never do it but we're probably not going to. That means they're probably not going to. And I think that that's good. Uh, I like what they did with the Octo expansion where they launched new content for the people who are, you know, rabid fans of the game. And that content didn't split the player base. So we'll see how it goes. I think that that September is going to have a big question mark for online games on Nintendo Switch. One of my all-time favorite games for the Nintendo Switch, and actually for for any platform, is Rocket League. Rocket League is this ridiculously cool uh, game where you drive around rocket-powered cars that can jump and fly through the air, and you play soccer with them by hitting a, gi- a, a gigantic soccer ball and trying to get it in the net. Or sometimes it's a basketball or a hockey puck or whatever it is. And I'm a huge fan of Rocket League, and um, I don't get to play that game enough, but it's super fun. And if you have not picked that up, uh, you definitely should. And I'll talk about how you should pick that up in just a second. But Rocket League is about to have a new update. This is update uh, 1.4.8. It's going to be released tomorrow, and which would be June 27th. If you are listening to this after the fact, it's probably already out. And it'll come out at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. CEST. If you don't live in one of those time zones, you know, go to Time Zone Calculator and you can figure out what time that that's going to come out for you. Uh, the patch notes 
and the known issues will be posted tomorrow morning before the update is released. Now, I asked um, our resident Rocket League expert because I, you know, I like playing the game a lot, but I suck at it and uh, I don't really follow its development super closely. Uh, so I asked the casual cleric, who's a member of our, our, our community here in the Nerd Nest. And I said, what's going on here? What what do we expect? And he said, I'm guessing that there's a new XP format uh, as well as many uh, bug fixes and maybe cross-platform parties, but I don't know if this is the big update or not. So let me talk about these different things. What a lot of people are expecting uh, to happen with Rocket League is... Um, a battle pass system and if you are not familiar with that it's probably because you haven't checked out Fortnite yet Fortnite has and I don't know if Fortnite was the first game to really start doing this but they have found a new monetization model that is uh, brilliant in the way it can really rake in the, the money for the developer and completely fair uh, and I love it I think it's fantastic so let me explain what the battle pass systems and it is, and hopefully that's what's coming to Rocket League. So the battle pass system basically is you'll have like in in Fortnite, it's you've got ten weeks of battle pass. So you buy the battle pass, uh, and it's like ten bucks, and for the next ten weeks, you start to rank up throughout the battle pass, and in the battle pass. At rank 7, you get this. In rank 8, you get this. And in rank 9, you get that. Uh, chat is telling me that Dota 2 has been doing it forever. And there you go. I had no idea because I don't play Dota 2. Um, so, like I was saying, uh, after uh, at each rank, as you level up, you get this gear. And it's cosmetic gear that does not affect the gameplay. Uh, and you can you can look ahead in the battle pass system to see exactly what is it that you're going to unlock. And it kind of gives you this motivator to keep coming back to the game over and over because, you know, oh, well, I'm only three levels away from getting this unlock and I'm only 10 levels away from getting this unlock. And I think it's a really good monetization model. Uh, it allows companies to make more money because a lot of people won't admit it. But the overall cost of making video games has skyrocketed uh, and the the amount of money that we're paying for them due to inflation has plummeted. So it, it makes it more and more difficult for these game companies to make a profit. Not that they're not that they're destitute out on the streets, penniless, but uh, it is difficult for them to make money because of the expense and the money that we pay and rather than having us pay you know a hundred dollars for a game they find other ways to entice us to pay them money and i'm not opposed to that i think that's okay uh so when this comes to rocket league it's going to be called rocket pass and i think that that's really cool and it's definitely something that i would look into myself all right. Uh, the second thing that he said is maybe cross-platform parties. So if you are unfamiliar with that, uh, in Rocket League right now, I can log in and start playing against somebody who's on, uh, if I'm playing on my Switch, I can play against people who are on PC. I can play against people who are on Xbox. I can have those people on my team, but as of now, 
I can't make a team with people who are not on my platform of choice. So if I'm on the Switch, I can't send out an invite to people on Xbox. However, uh, Minecraft just came out, and that is allowing that to happen quite easily. Uh, you can easily get some, uh, uh, play together with somebody on uh, on Xbox through the Nintendo Switch. You can play together with somebody on PC on the Nintendo Switch, and so that's showing that it's definitely possible and it makes a lot of sense for um psionics i think is the name of the the company off the top of my head i could be getting that wrong but it makes a lot of sense for uh, the rocket league's developer to be bringing that out tomorrow since they said forever ago i mean when the game first came out they said look we're working on making this happen uh it's just going to take some time so I'm I'm very excited about that. Uh, don't expect to be able to play with people on PS4 because Sony's being a bunch of jerks, but that's beside the point. And I, I told you before that if you didn't already own Rocket League, now is the time. Uh, it is currently $5 off on Amazon right now. That's for a digital code. You can get a digital code for Rocket League for 15 bucks. And I think that's a steal. It's definitely something that you want to pick up if you haven't already done so. And in addition to that, I want to say this about um, about Rocket League and digital codes. This is definitely a game that you want to have on your Switch all the time because you can easily jump into a game for five minutes, play real quick, and be... Well, actually, because of replays and stuff, the average game time, I would guess, is probably seven minutes or so. Uh but it has this quick get in and get out kind of play, and it really plays like a dream, both in handheld and um, and docked. And so, if you haven't already picked it up, uh, you use the code in the code. Use the link in the show notes to pick up the game for five dollars off, and that code directly supports my show because it's my Amazon affiliate link, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. In fact, it's five dollars cheaper. So I was going to move on to the next story, but Major MacGyver in chat just asked, do I think that we're going to be getting um, more Xbox style voice chat when Nintendo Switch Online comes out later this year? And I was kind of in the middle of my reply and I decided that I wanted to record it so that I could get my thoughts out there. And my my reply is basically that Nintendo... I believe that they want to continue pushing their Nintendo Switch online uh, iOS and Android app. That's where you uh, kind of connect to your phone in order to do the voice chat, which is a really silly, silly move. Um, and what I expect to happen is that Nintendo is either going to start populating this app with other games, because right now when you look at the app, it's just Splatoon, like there's only Splatoon in there, uh, or... They're going to continue ignoring voice chat, which is just crazy that they're doing that. I mean, I, I when when they first said that they were going to bring this app out, I fully expected that as new games came out like ARMS or Mario Kart 8 Deluxe or, um, you know, Mario Tennis Aces, that we would have those little icons showing up in our iOS app so that we could talk to each other that way. And... A lot of us were arguing, well, maybe Nintendo isn't going to add in voice chat due to some kind of strange, um, it's not going to work, some hardware-related reason. But then Fortnite came out, and Fortnite has voice chat built in. So 
what I expect to happen is that it's up to third parties to deal with it themselves. Uh, so like Epic Games decided we're going to do our own voice chat. Nintendo, whether you're going to help us or not, move on. Um, and I, I think for first party games, we're probably never going to get voice chat unless it's coming in the fact, unless it's going to be through this app, because while this app is okay, the app on the phone got really, really bad, bad, excuse me, feedback from myself included, because when it first came out, the major problem that I had with the app is that you couldn't close it. Like if I closed it, my voice connection went away and they fixed that. Um, so I, I feel like, I feel like even though I don't like the app, it's not as horrible as everyone says. It worked really well when I used it. I don't use it very often because I have Discord. Discord is far superior. Um, when I am playing at my computer, I can have my headphones here. They can connect to Discord and they can connect to my Switch and they listen to everything at the same time. Uh, that's really because of my setup as a streamer and a podcaster that I can do that. Not everybody can do that. Um, but I don't think we're going to be getting any Xbox Live style voice chat ever uh, from Nintendo Switch. However, third party companies, I, I bet that we're going to see more and more third party companies come in with voice chat. Now, do I expect a company like EA to do that? No, because they didn't even bother letting you play with your friends on FIFA eight, uh, FIFA 17 because it wasn't built into the Switch. They did, they were like, well, I mean, the Switch doesn't have it built in where you can just invite people, so we're just not going to do that. Now, they are going ahead and doing that for FIFA 18, but I don't expect us to get things like that from EA. But, you know, maybe Paladins will have voice chat later on, and maybe some other cool third-party games will have voice chat built in later on. Uh, I'm looking at chat. Uh, Pudding says, I agree, but I don't think it will affect games like Mario Kart or Splatoon or Smash. Oh my God, Smash. We should be able to talk to each other in Smash and, you know, Smack Talk. TF Wagner says, phone Bluetooth is so much better for handling voice chat. Um, Res TV says that it seems like it's a more likely option after Fortnite. Uh, because it's not a huge load on the CPU. Obviously, Fortnite is a pretty intensive game on the Nintendo Switch, and they're able to swing it, so I don't think that that's really an issue. Um, Res TV says, as far as I know from reading the dev docs that are out there, the base OS is mostly unloaded when a game is running, so that would have to change. Well, but okay, Res TV, then how is it that Fortnite can do it? They must be rolling their own then. And if that means that the third-party developers can do that, then why not? Um, Vaxer says, you will get voice chat in FIFA if you buy the DLC. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, let's move. Let's move on. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. All right, our last story for today is Shintaro Furukawa. He is going to be named Nintendo's sixth president and will be sworn in later this week. And he was talking to a Japanese business newspaper called Sanai Biz. Uh, and he said that 
the goal for Nintendo's smart smartphone business is he's hoping it will hit, uh, we'll say $911 million in net profit. That's their goal for next year, which is pretty high. Now, if you have not been paying attention right now, Nintendo has what, four games on mobile they have fire emblem heroes they have super mario run animal crossing pocket camp and what is the one that i'm not thinking of maybe it's just three mitomo maybe i'm not sure anyway uh so they've got a they've got a couple games out there and i don't think that these games are going to hit that much profit so what we do expect to, f- to hear from soon is Mario Kart Tour, uh, or World Tour, I think it is, which is an iOS Android version of Mario Kart. We really don't know much about it other than they've said that it's coming. Uh, and he said that basically they want to, th- th- he, he thinks that the smart vo- smartphone version, um, sorry, the smartphone market, there we go, I can't talk sometimes, is so important. He wants to make it. Uh, one of Nintendo's pillars, the third pillar. Now, almost invariably, every time Nintendo talks about a third pillar of their business plan, one of the two existing pillars goes away, okay? So right now, he's talking about we've got two pillars. We've got the Nintendo Switch. We've got the 3DS. We're going to add a third pillar to that uh, to help prop up everything, and that's going to be Nintendo's mobile strategy. So I don't see the Switch going anywhere, and Nintendo keeps saying that um, the 3DS isn't going anywhere, and it looks like maybe they're going to continue with this three-pillar strategy. Um Though we didn't see anything at E3 this year about the 3DS, I you know, his phrasing here about it being a third pillar, it, it screams to me that that they're going to come out with the axe and chop down the 3DS system. And while I have been a big proponent of that, I don't see them doing it because it's a very low entry uh You know what? You know what? I'm going to change what I'm going to say here. Uh, I'm kind of thinking about this as I talk and Nintendo is going to what what I expect is Nintendo is going to be cutting out the 3DS um, as soon as they start making a real profit from smartphone games. Uh, The reason why is because lots and lots of kids have these devices and lots and lots of parents have these devices and they hand, you know, mom hands this to the kid and says, okay, go ahead and play this game while we're at the store. And, and, you know, I'm shopping and you're bored Uh, here. You can play this. And it's, it's the, the fact that the parents don't have to go out and buy a device to do this with. Um, I think that the 3ds is going to get supplanted by uh, smartphone games from Nintendo. I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think that, you know, maybe next year or the year after, but uh, the 3DS support from Nintendo is going to start to dry up very, very soon. And if I had to choose between Nintendo making smartphone games and Nintendo making 3DS games, I would pick 3DS games every day of the week because I hate playing games on my phone. I very much prefer physical controls and uh, uh, that sucks for me. But you know what? Maybe they'll be so fantastic that I won't even care. 
the Atari 2600. Now get up to $30 in rebate offers plus a free Pac-Man. All right, real quick, before we take off, I've got two videos that I want you guys to check out. First off, if you have played Paladins on the Nintendo Switch, uh, it is buggy but really, really fun. And I hope that those bugs get worked out. But I recently posted this really quick, like 45 second video uh, where a bug that happened to my son and I, and I'm curious if anybody else has run into something like that. So make sure that you check out that over at uh, that video over at my YouTube channel. And then tomorrow on the 27th, um, I think at like noon or something, uh, my first look at a game called Figment is going to come out. Uh, so make sure that you check out both of those videos at my YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp. Now, before we get out of here, uh, I just want to uh, mention that if you want to check out the full show, Make sure that you understand that a lot of times the stuff that we talk about when I talk on the audio portion of the show, there's a lot of stuff that we talk about between those segments and you miss out on that stuff. So if you want to watch the full show, um, then head on over to twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. You can watch live or you can watch these videos after the fact over at youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp. Uh, finally, if you are looking to support my channel or my work, my content, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. There's a whole bunch of links there that you can use uh, to help me out and to help me create content like this. And big thank you for all of the, the all of the people who have already supported. Uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, we've got some fantastic, awesome people here in chat, and the show definitely would not be the same without them. Uh, so I don't think that I saw her say anything, so I'm not going to call her out, but uh, I see you there, and I appreciate it. All right, so Kodiak Moonwolf is here. Vaxer is here. Back, back, B. Uh, we've got Ian Fusion, Lego Lawyer, Link31254, Major MacGyver, Mr. Cool Red Luigi, Abigail13. I see you there, Abigail. It's been a long time. Uh, Mr. Pokemon, Pudding, Rest TV, TF Wagner, VNK, Virgo Pros, and all of the lurkers. I will see you all next time. You guys are awesome. I appreciate every time you guys come and hang out with me. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>